So this is our fourth episode of the Ukrainian CEO podcast, a show where we have helped Ukrainian entrepreneurs thrive during the war and recession. And today we have Adi Klevit, expert in process documentation. Hello, Adi, and uh, thanks for coming. Hello, Volo. Thank you very much for having me. So Adi, can you please tell us a bit about yourself? My background is industrial engineering. That's my profession. I've been doing this type of process documentation, process improvement now for almost three decades. And I'm really passionate about helping businesses grow and scale and get more organized. And I do it through process documentation and improvement and implementation. Great. Why do you think company will need to document their processes? That's a very good question. And that's actually a question that I ask each one of my clients or people that entrepreneurs that I meet. It's really interesting to me to know why. The most common answers that I get is they're looking for consistency. They want the operations or sales or any activity to be done the same way by every Everyone. So it's alignment of expectations. They do it for risk mitigation, you know, because when you do not have your processes documented, people can walk out the door with the knowledge. If you don't have your processes documented, then people start inventing how to do them. So the customer service and the client experience might not be the same for everyone. So that if you have it documented, it's less risky. They want to document it for efficiency purposes. You know, that's the way the processes, you know, they start a business, processes are being done, and it might not be the best practice out there, or it might not be efficient enough. So once you have it documented, then you can see where you can automate it. You can see where you can add things. You can see how you can make it better. Also, if companies want to expand and let's say open more branches, or if they want to open more, like maybe franchise. I have a client that now they decided to franchise. Actually, that's my second client that does that. So we're able to duplicate the model by having a manual with all the processes documented. And lastly, the reason why entrepreneurs want to document their processes is because they want to exit the business. They either want the business to operate without them, or they would like to sell it and they would like to have the processes documented. You know, I know that unfortunately you in, in the country in Ukraine are going through hard times and in times like that, just like when we had a pandemic, it's also important to document what was successful before shutdown, before having not being able to operate the business or before operating the business in non-optimal conditions. When the situation is over, if you want to restore to what it was before, you have a documentation of it and you know what was working and how it was working. So that's another reason why. When do you think is the right time for a company to start documenting their processes? At what headcount side should the business owner start thinking about documenting the processes? Excellent question. So I tell my clients, people I meet, you know, the first thing that you need to do when you open your business unless you have a lot of money, capital invested, is you have to find clients. You have to make the business viable, meaning the business has to survive by itself, right? You have to have clients, you have to have customers, you have to have patients, whatever you do, you have to have people coming into your company because you are marketing your services, your products, you know, whatever you do, you have to market it, you have to create demand for it, you have to get people buying it, you have to prove the concept of what you're doing. You have to get the business generating income. Once you have that, then in order when you get to a point where you go, okay, I can't do it all on myself. I have to hire somebody. Okay, 
start documenting. Or when you feel like, you know, you have that influx of new people, of new customer, new clients, new patients, then you go, okay, well, you know, with my current infrastructure, I probably going to collapse. I won't be able to make it right. You have to make it more efficient. That's the time to really look at processes so you can bring on employees so you can expand in terms of the number of people that are providing the service or the product. You can take the business to the next level. And that is the time where I tell people, start looking at documenting processes. Excellent. Can you tell us how to avoid becoming a bureaucratic organization after documenting the processes? We, we want our employees to be innovative and don't want them to be blocked by our processes. How can we document the processes so that our employees can innovate and act outside of the defined process? Sure. So the process set the way, right? And that is an excellent point that you're bringing because I've worked with many creative people and their staff have some aversion to processes because it's not creative. You know, it's going to stop my creativity. But it's really, if you look at creative agencies like marketing agencies, and I have a podcast myself, it's called the System Simplified Podcast, and I interviewed many of them. One by one, the successful ones, the ones that have a lot of employees, the ones that have big accounts, they all documented their processes but within it they give the freedom to create they give the freedom to think they give the freedom to have judgment but they all agree on the way that they actually are working so for instance if you have an agency that creates website you know you can create a process on how to onboard a new client and what kind of questionnaire you're going to ask them, what kind of data you're going to get from them, what kind of timeline to expect, what questions you're going to ask them in order to write the story. But then when you have that, you really have the freedom to create the art, the story, the content. You don't have to go chase the data or have the risk of client not being satisfied because it took you three months to get the data from them, right? So you have a very specific process on how to do that. You have a very specific process on how to get from that phase to the phase of the deliverables, but you still have to have that creativity. So I really think that like it's bureaucracy happens when you're documenting processes that are either outmoded, like, you know, they're not valid anymore, that somebody put it there without a why behind it. When people don't understand why the processes are there, there is no buying and there is no collaboration. So if we avoid those points and whenever we implement a policy or a process, we explain to our employees why, we get their buying to really understand why this is important. And we set a good example in using those processes to enhance and to do better and not to stop or prevent production. I think we're going to be fine. Great. Thanks for your answer. The next question I want to discuss is related to innovative tools and technologies to document the processes and also to improve them. Can you recommend the tools for all these processes, how to set up them effectively? And then can you tell us like what tools can also help us ensure that the processes we describe are implemented by the employees in day-to-day -day operations? Have you sure. or your clients uh, already tried applying artificial intelligence, chat GPT in your work? And uh, if so, can you tell us about that, please? Absolutely. So the tools that I like is, I mean, I definitely, I'm a big advocate to use software, process documentation software, process implementation software. The reason why is because it is accessible for everyone. And this is the key component in making sure that your processes are followed by all. 
I also recommend those softwares because there is the accountability aspect. You can see when a person actually got engaged with the software. You can see uh, when was the last time an employee actually went and looked at it. You can create even campaigns within the software where you can send a communication out. Hey, you know, you haven't looked at it for a while. Please take a look at it. You can assign within the software different procedures to look at. And those are all very important components in getting the documented processes actually followed by all. So I definitely recommend those softwares. I also recommend using a mind mapping or a mapping tool. You can use Mural or Miro, and it's very helpful to actually create the overall picture of what are the different processes in the company and what we want to document. That's the key part of the technology. Each one of those process documentation softwares nowadays also have an AI component to them. I mean, I tried it. It was too general. What we do is we are very, very specific. We are very specific in terms of documenting what is actually going on with that particular company. So if somebody wants to say to use ChatGPT, they can use it for an overall outline, but you eyes you still need to extract the knowledge. That's what makes us different. That's what really makes our companies go in terms of what we do to capture that vital knowledge from people's heads. So if you want to use it, fine, but make sure that you actually integrate it with actual knowledge. And one another piece of technology that I would recommend is using a lot of videos because videos give you an understanding and helps you see things as they're actually occurring it's very visual, it's easy to follow, and you can also then talk over the video to really explain the spirit of things, like why are you doing things, why this is important, why we shouldn't leave this alone. So all of that is part of the technology and what I like to use. Cool. Thank you for the answer. You already mentioned that the efficient process is crucial during the tough times during the recession. And uh, based on that, do you see an increase or decrease in demand for your services during the recession? Are those companies in US, do they have big demand these days for help to document their processes? 100%, yes. There are companies that are growing like crazy here, you know, because there is demand to their own services. And then they demand my services because they need to document the processes for them. And then also companies that don't, that if they have to lay off employees, they want to capture the knowledge. And also they want to be, you know, if you want to trim, you, you want to be more efficient, right? You want to get rid of the waste. You want to make sure that everything that you do has an actual reason and purpose and you do it the best. Maybe you can, instead of having two employees doing the same job, maybe you can cut it into having one employee. So you can do that when you know your processes and the processes are documented. What books, resources can you recommend for a process improvement and documentation? You know, uh, there are definitely books out there. I like the E-Myth because uh, Michael Gerber talks about the concept of processes and that's very helpful. I have my the System Simplified podcast, which is a podcast that I create I created in mind for entrepreneurs to get inspired about processing, creating processes in their business. And I also have several podcasts there where I actually walk you through, walk the entrepreneur through how to actually document that. I think it's very inspiring. You know, it's it's a matter of getting started. It's a matter of understanding that it's important and then getting started on this journey. Great. 
What are the three biggest challenges in your business? You help other companies documenting their processes, but what are like three biggest bottlenecks to growing your personal business? It's a good question. You know, it's definitely processes was one of them. So we definitely documented our own. So that was there. It's finding great talent. I mean, I have a great team. So I think we definitely, I mean, it is a constant, I wouldn't say a challenge, but it's a constant quest to find the next great team member. You know, it's finding, it's the trial and error of finding what works in terms of marketing. So we know what works, but when you want to expand and you want more, then you try different avenues. And it's, it is something that it's sometimes a trial and error until you find the right things. Great. Thanks, Adi, for all of your knowledge you shared with our audience today. By the way, where can our listeners find more about you? All right. So they can definitely go to our website, which is Biz Success CG, CG for Consulting Group. So it's B-I-Z success spelled out bizsuccesscg.com they can also find me on linkedin i'm very active on linkedin so you can look me up adi clevit and i'm there with a lot of articles stories our podcasts and interviews of guests etc definitely recommend that you do that and you can also go to any podcast application that you have and look for the system simplified podcast great also i wanted to say that it will be great to see you here in Ukraine once we win the war. So as in every podcast, I invite you to come here and uh, we will make a lunch with all of our listeners and they will tell you how they managed to survive by listening to your tips, reading your uh, articles and listening to your podcast. That would be great. We have already... Well, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It would be a great lunch because uh, I have already invited it, uh, like all of our previous guests and we are growing our audience here so we will have to find a big restaurant for that. We're going to have like a whole celebration, you know, and I I definitely support each and every one of you and be strong and resilient and continue to do well. I'm looking forward to, to that day. Absolutely. Thank you for that conversation.